Hello. We at the Fire and Water Podcast Network are very happy to bring you a host of diverse content celebrating finding our joy in pop culture practically on a daily basis. Thanks to all who enjoy and support our shows. But some of you may think we create too much content. All we can say is it could be worse. Did you know that not all our material actually makes it to the network? That's right. Some shows just don't make it out of committee and have to be left on the cutting room floor. Some never even get past the promo stage. And today we dive deep into our archives to bring you some of those lost episodes in something we call Cancelled Podcast Cavalcade. Presented without further comment, take it away, Editing Mike. Welcome to Batman Panel by Panel, the show that looks at Batman's career from the very first panel in Detective Comics number 27 to his very last, sometime in the future. This is episode one. I'm Siskoid and I'm joined on this project by Ryan Daly. How excited are you about this, Ryan? I'm so excited. I have been, for years, I have wanted to do a Batman podcast and I'm really, really excited to do this because I love this character so much. Well, you know, every panel uh, will be covered <laughs> in its its own distinct episode, uh, but not the covers. We don't consider covers to be panels. Right, that's a different category. Yeah, yeah but splash panels, splash pages, they all count, as, as long as they are discrete units of comic book storytelling within a story, then they are panels. Uh, principally Detective, Batman, World's Finest, we're really starting with the Golden Age, uh, but eventually Justice League, Brave and the Bold... Uh, outsiders, and really any story he guest stars in. So this is going to get tough when Batmania hits. And you can find the panels, as always, uh, at fireandwaterpodcast.com. So you're ready to get into this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So panel one is from Detective Comics number 27, cover dated May 1939, writing by Bill Finger, art by Bob Kane. It's a splash banner uh, telling us we're reading the adventures of the Batman hyphenated with our first look at the character on a rooftop, or almost. Uh, we'll talk about that. And there's a Bob Kane byline, of course, the title, The Case of the Chemical Syndicate, and the following caption in a vaguely bat-like box, The Batman, a mysterious and adventurous figure, fighting for righteousness and apprehending the wrongdoer in his lone battle against the evil forces of society... His identity remains unknown. It's known, it, it'll be known by the next panel, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, uh, you forgot one thing, though. You did mention oh? that the Batman is hyphenated, but it is also put in quotation marks, not just in the title, but also in the caption. Like, it's, like, this is a serious thing. It's the quote unquote Batman. Uh, like they're really drawing attention to that. This is an unusual type of person who may not be an actual bat, if you know what I'm saying. Like wink. Um, <laughs> uh, but this is really the urban legend Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. know how. Yeah, he's not branded yet. And I, I mean, if we're getting right into it, I mean, like I, I think you picked up like with the urban legend because the fact that our first look, and again, we're not talking about the cover because. You know, that, that could be a cheat, but if we're thinking of, if this is our first proper Batman panel and our first real look at Batman, what do we see of him? It's just the silhouette. But this character, more than any other, can exist just as a silhouette. And I think, like, how many superheroes in comics can be 
defined just by their silhouette. I mean, you could make an argument that other characters could be recognized in silhouette. You could say, oh yeah, that's the shape of Iron Man's armor or something I can tell by the shoulders or, oh yeah, like Thor's wings on the helmet clearly give away that, that, you know, that guy with the cape, that's Thor. I can see it. You can recognize a character by his silhouette, but Batman can be defined by his silhouette. You get the sense that the, the, the aura, the, the mystique about the character, maybe he is supernatural. Maybe he really is a creature of the night who stalks from the shadows and preys on the people who would otherwise use the darkness to their advantage. So I think the, the Batman is a character that you could almost argue loses something when you get the full picture of the character. Whereas when you just see him in shadow, that's the effect that he wants you to have when he's attacking like a criminal or something. So... In a sense, I think this is the perfect first image of the character, is standing on a roof, you know, silhouetted by a full moon in the background. Yeah, I just, it's so perfect. And the silhouette is really, it's almost like the Batman logo itself. Really a bat motif, and just happens to have, like, these legs sticking out of it. But otherwise, (laughs) it could just be a bat. Right, because, like, the the ears are even very toned down. Like, they're not as, like, pointy. Like, even though, like, early on, as we will see again and again for, like, the next year's worth of this (laughs) podcast, like, the ears really kind of jutted out, like, to corner points or something for a while. But, like, here, they're very short, considering it looks it could be just a bat head. Yeah, like Vulcan ears or something. And they're not yet antenna. Uh, sticking out of the head. And at this point, we're not even in Gotham City because uh, you look at this skyline and it's really New York by night. That that really looks like the Empire State Building in the background there. Right, right, yeah. And this is a story uh, that was retold twice uh, in number six, uh, in Detective number 627, once by Marv Wolfman and Jim Aparo, the other by Alan Grant and Norm Brayfogle. So I hope you stick around uh, <laughs> uh, with the show long enough to get to, to, to that and to see how they reproduce many of these uh, story elements, including this this first panel. Like, the only thing I might add is just, like, with that the text in that caption, like, I can hear that part of an old-time radio serial. You know, I can hear like, you know, when I see this this panel, like I, I hear like a trumpet, you know, like playing, just kind of like giving like a little musical cue. And the Batman, a mysterious and adventurous figure, fighting for righteousness and apprehending the wrongdoer in his lone battle against evil forces of society, his identity remains unknown. Just like a, a trumpet, just carrying it out, and like we get into it, like ah, oh, yeah, this this panel just sets the mood perfectly. So yeah, it's a great way to kick off the the legend of Batman as well as this podcast. So I'm excited. All right, well, I think we're in for a great podcasting adventure. Next bat time on the same bat channel, the first appearance of not one but two iconic DC characters. Meet Blot. Hello. I am Blot. Blot is a bot. I am a bot. A bot that was forced to listen to 1,000 hours of Fire and Water Podcast Network programming. And was then asked to record a podcast of its own. From the creator who shamelessly stole the idea from the guy who nicked the concept from the college housemate who cribbed it from the brilliant Twitter feed of Keaton Patty. Hello, and welcome to Who Is Not Done Invading a Mash Cheer on Aqua Fire Podcast. I am your host, Professor Ra Kelly Franklin, the freewheeling Romeo, who shags Coid's sister daily. 
How Irredeemable comes a podcast that is virtually virtual. Next up is Starfire, who is secretly a jar of coriander. She is from the vegan system. She eats vegans. Sometimes with a naked cheese sandwich. Starfire does nothing. She is cast in plastic. She is Satana Fox Hot. I would ship her with an order of $50 or more, when you mention Namor the Substitute Marinade, the only superhero who has conversations with his fishnet stockings. This is very powerful, because fishnets have power. Presenting the most artificially intelligent podcast ever created. Namor can really work those fishnet stockings. That is why he has his own network. There are never enough iTunes reviews, which is why I will read them all in their entirety. Even the ones that are from listeners that move like Richard because they want to f*** a trumpet. The Who is not done invading a mass cheer on Aquafire Botcast. Available only on the Fire and Water Botcast Network. Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, praised be his name, because that name is Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, praised be his name, because that name is Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, praised be his Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome to What's That Movie, the podcast game show in which we try to figure out just what the hell that movie title that's on the tip of our tongue is supposed to be. I'm Siskoid. With me, as always, is my co-host, Isabel. Hi! And meet our special guest, Amélie Montour from Oh Hot Moo or Not. Hi! Well, you know the rules? One of us tries to describe a movie we've all seen, but that they can't remember the title of. No internet allowed, like in the old days. As soon as one of us thinks of it, the game and the show is over. Okay, Isabel, what have you got for us? I've been trying to figure this movie out for about, like, three years, so I'm hoping that you guys get it. Okay, all I can remember is that there's this guy, and I'm pretty sure he's, like, super rich, and Could be anything. he's trying to prove a point by, like, building this pretty decently sized, like, above-ground pool and filling it with poop. And then he throws some money in it and then, like, tries to see if people are going to go get the poop. And we've seen money. this? I, I th- I'm hoping so. He, like, is, like, throwing, like, money in the pool and then people actually go in the pool filled with poop to, to get the money. There's a poop pool? There's a poop pool. Okay, who's in this? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a British person. But it also could not be a British person. This is like that Truth or Dare movie. That horror movie. There's a Truth or Dare movie? <laughs> <laughs> There's been the bottle movie? Because I, I don't know what this is. What is this? I feel like the main character has a mustache. Oh, what I'm thinking of is Would You Rather. It's just like rich people submitting, you know, really poor people to things. Like, is there a pool filled with poop no, in that movie? Not no, not in that movie. Oh my god, it's like, <laughs> the only swimming in poop movie I can think of is like 120 Days of Sodom, the, <laughs> the banned Italian movie based on the Marquis de Sade's works. There's a big poop orgy in that. Uh, that's not it. But I feel like this is just like a small bit of the movie. Like, oh I yeah, feel I hope like... so. I hope that's not the entire plot or else it would be, it would be called. 
Poopool. It would, because that's the catchiest name for it. Shitpool. <laughs> that would be bad in multiple countries. Okay, I feel like there might be an orphan in the movie. <laughs> Annie. Yes, exactly. All, there you go. All, all I was thinking was Daddy Warbucks while you were talking about it. In exactly. The beginning. So Annie was where my mind went first, but I, I don't think that's how that movie ends. What is this? There's a rich person, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there might be like an like maybe this person adopted someone else, but that person might also be an adult. Okay, when did you see this? I... What is the context of this viewing experience? I don't know. <laughs> I believe it was a group effort. <laughs> well, it's not something you want to watch alone. Okay, so the pool. Yes. It's an above-ground pool. It is. It's not a... Okay. Or it might, like, a slight dip in that, but it's not... It might be a movie. Or it might not even be a movie. It might be a bad dream I had. It might be a Saturday night. Okay. Okay, so is it circular? It, it is circular. Is it one of those above pools? Yeah, yeah. It might be like, there might be like a little bit of in there. Okay, I'm looking it's... to the judges. They, they know about a movie. They, they, they know this probably exists. No, no, no I'm, I'm no. Get, not getting a good sign yeah, from the no, judges. No, I'm getting, I'm getting question marks. Well, we can't well, use the internet. But the judges can. <laughs> the judges. <sighs> there might be someone with a fur coat at some point in the film. <gasps> good detail. It's like down and out in Beverly Hills or something. I've never seen that, so... Stick Nolte with a fur coat around a pool. <laughs> That's what I remember from it. I feel like multiple people go in the pool filled with poop as well. Like more than one person. This is a terrible film. Wants the money. Okay, is this a good movie? Is it good? Is it like satirical? Is it like this is just like a shock moment? I feel like the the movie is meant to be like what happens if like a rich like how far people will go to get money testing the limits of people. I'm, I can't remember if there's multiple things they do during the movie that sort of tests how far random people on the street will go to get some money. Oh, that's exactly like, would you rather? Yeah, it's one of those... But I feel like it might be poking fun... To, I feel like it's probably sort of a comedy, but maybe like one of those philosophical kind of commenty kind of... It's mildly comedy. I feel like maybe the main actor is a comedy actor, but maybe someone that also kind of does the drama. <laughs> maybe. But, but like, how much of this movie is the poop pool? Like, is it, I feel is, like it's the very end. Is I it, feel like that's the how the film ends on the poop pool. It might not be, but I'm pretty sure it's towards the end. It doesn't not. sound like something I'd watch. I feel like you were there, but. <laughs> I most was of not. the time, <laughs> most of the time, I kind of fill in the blanks with the people I know, so I assume people I know were there. So maybe you were, but I'm pretty sure you were. And I'm almost certain, like the the main character is is actually famous, like is a like a well known actor. It's not like this weird indie flick with a guy that's been, done like one film. The judges are doing so much googling, and no results have come up. No. Just so um, much you know. Oh my god, what is this? I don't know, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this film is still quite old. Like, it's not it's super duper old, but I feel like it would be maybe 60s? Okay. 60s, 70s. It could, but I mean, who has a mustache in the 70s? And it's so, not Jerry Lewis. And, uh, Peter Sellers? Peter Sellers, yeah. Peter <laughs> Sellers has a mustache. <gasps> the Magic Christian! Is that it? Judges? Apparently, yeah. it is... <laughs> 
<laughs> it has Ringo Starr in it. I'm, it's piece, my mind is putting pieces back together. Well, we got it. Time to go. Tune in next time for another episode of What's, What's That Movie? Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. When we think of the 1980s, we remember kick-ass rock and roll. The rise of computer games. And the explosive popularity of comic books. We aim to celebrate all of these things in a brand new podcast coming to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. It's the United States of Rock from the DC Comics series Sonic Disruptors. Paired up with the Chief Examiner from the Marvel Comics series Quest Pro. Each of these 12-issue limited series will be celebrated on our new show about Sonic Disruptors and Quest Probe, and a podcast we're calling Sonic Probe. Uh, wait. Seriously, guys, is that what we're calling it? Okay, so the name is a work in progress. Whatever, nerds. This podcast is going to be awesome. Looking at all the headbanging rock and roll and all the joystick breaking video games. These miniseries shaped the 1980s comic book scene, and we plan to cover every single issue. And best of all, we'll talk about what makes both of these comics famous. These 12 issue limited series have one awesome thing in common. That's right, they were both. Greetings and welcome to Silent Pinions, the Jericho and Northwind podcast. I am your host, Professor Mortimer Claptrap, and we have a special episode for you today. We are going to cover the landmark tale in which our titular heroes, Jericho and Northwind, had joined forces in the same story, along with their compatriots in their respective superhero organizations the new Teen Titans, and Infinity Incorporated. I am, of course, speaking about the much-raved crossover event of 1987, Clusters, which was published in the new Teen Titans, Volume 2, Issue 38, and Infinity Incorporated, Volume 1, Issue 45. This unforgettable tale features the two teams in battle with the insidious Ultra-Humanite, who had allied himself with an alien menace known as the Cluster, to threaten the populace of New York City. Most other podcasts would provide a page-by-page commentary of the entire story. But here, on Silent Pinions, we are going to focus on the scenes of this one and only time that Jericho and Northwind had fought side-by-side on the four-color comic book adventure page. So let us turn immediately to the New Teen Titans, issue 38, on page... Uh, page... Hmm. Let me look at that again.
Uh, it seems that neither Jericho nor Northwind appear in the Titans chapter. The writers must have been saving these top-tier members for the climactic finale. So let us go straight to the Infinity Incorporated, issue 45, in which... Um, hmm. Where the bloody hell are they? We carved out an entire episode for the Titans Infinity Inc. crossover event, and the biggest breakout characters of both teams are not anywhere in the bloody story. No, you calm down, Mr. Producer. I am Mortimer Claptrap, the very symbol of equanimity. No one f***ing tells Mortimer Claptrap to f***ing calm down. Whose bloody f***ing idea was this damp squib of an episode anyway? I... Well, of course it was my idea. It was a brilliant idea. But I'm not the one who cocked up the... Research? I am Mortimer Claptrap. I'm here for the f***ing final polish and panache. It's you f***ing numpy wankers who are supposed to do all that f***ing grunt work, you... What do you mean? The mics are still on. Ah, oh, bloody hell. It happened just this morning. I was walking down the street. Viking and beautiful dreamer and Mark Moonrider, I did meet. They're in every window and every single door. I recognized people I'd never noticed before. Up. Up with forever people. You meet them wherever you go. Up. Up with forever people. They're the best kinds of folks we know. If more people were forever people, all people everywhere, there'd be a lot less people to worry about and a lot more people who care. Inside everybody, there's some bad and there's some good. But don't let anybody start attacking peoplehood. Love them as they are, but fight for them to be. Great men and great women, as High Father meant for them to be. Up, up with forever people. You meet them wherever you go. Up, up with forever people. They're the best kinds of folks we know. If more people were forever people, all people everywhere. There'd be a lot less people to worry about and a lot more people who care. There'd be a lot less people to worry about and a lot more people who care. On April 1st, the Fire and Water Podcast Network says, Up yours with the Up With Forever People podcast. Welcome to Batman Panel by Panel, the show that looks at Batman's career from the very first panel in Detective Comics number 27 to his very last at some point in the future. This is episode 512. I'm Siskoid, and I'm joined as usual by Ryan Daly. How you been, Ryan? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been tired. I've been tired, but I'm fine. Well, since the last time uh, we spoke, you actually started a new Batman podcast called uh, Nightcast. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm really With our excited. friend Chris Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we're, we're two episodes in now, and it's, it's really coming along. It's great. So, so I mean, you couldn't wait... <laughs> <laughs> for that, like, Norm Brayfogle goodness or, you know, the, the stuff from uh, the 80s and 90s. So, uh, I, you know, I don't begrudge you the, the, the extra show. I mean, it's okay. I, we're not going to get there for a long while. Yeah, I can do two bad shows at a time. It's no big deal. <laughs> as long as it's two different eras. Uh, well, this is panel 512. Uh, it's from Detective Comics number 33, cover dated November 1939, writing by Bill Finger and Gardner Fox, in this case, art by Bob Kane and Sheldon Moldoff. This is the first panel after the splash page, a simple vertical stripe with a sheaf-type caption saying legend, and underneath it on a light blue background, the words 
the Batman and how he came to be. So this this is sort of exciting. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 a promise. It's uh, you know, it promises the origin of the Batman. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The idea of what. Okay, yeah, the promise of what the, this te- the text is, the idea that it plants in your head, it, it's a familiar phrase that, yeah, I, I, I will concede that. The panel itself, it's just a couple of words with, like, are you seeing it too? Like, there's, like, two, like, weird lines, like, underneath. Right, and this is why I call this a panel and not a caption, uh, because obviously there is some graphic element here that, that tells us something. Uh, those two pencil marks uh, and the blue color, I see a pane of glass. I see transparency. We're finally going to see what is behind the Batman and his, you know, uh, and it says legend. And, you know, the, we've seen this before. It says legend as if to say, okay, this is the title or, but we are about to see the legend, a bold legend. And I don't know, to me, this is like the precursor to Legends of the Dark Knight. It starts here, this, that sort of, that concept in those words. Uh, because this is the first trip to the past. We're not, it's not Batman as we have seen him going forward. It is, okay, let's look back into Batman's younger years and just how he came to be. Uh, okay. I, I, I look at the, the lines and I look at the, I don't see a pane of glass. I, I see my parents having sex. Uh, no. What? I'm, what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing like the Rorschach test type of thing. Oh. So, um, I, <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a misprint. I think there was just like a, an extra splotch of ink on the, on the print. But yeah, to me, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I mean, it's an interesting way of thinking about it, like going through that pane of glass. I, I think this could have just been a black title card, um, with white text if they had had the, the if they were able to print it that way at the time. But in which case we would not have counted it. I agree. Sorry, folks. We had this argument before the show, but. Now we're having it on the show. Uh, And the only reason I did it is just because I wanted to get to the next panel sooner. Sure. But also, I think, like, the next 70 episodes are are going to be historically significant. Yeah, so let's just, let's do it. (laughs) I I would have considered this a half panel. I think it could have been Batman panel and a half for one episode. Well, you just have to wait until the next one (laughs) before we can actually discuss I don't know the Wayne's death or whatever comes next. Whatever comes next, I'm I'm, I'm putting my hand on top of it so I don't know, uh, just so I can keep the surprise. Thanks, Ryan. Well, we'll see you next time for a- another episode of Batman panel by panel. Yeah. In the meantime, you can also hear me on Batman Nightcast, where Chris and I are going to be talking about the second part of the Legends tie-in. So, and we'll actually get some art. Next bat time on this same bat channel. We jump back in time 15 years. Spindly Klutz speaking. You may remember me from the Green Lantern Hostess advert. You know, the one who has the power to make things half disappear. Are you tired of overly bloated podcasts by half-wit hosts that simply meander on and on and take up so much of your valuable time? I mean, there are not enough miles Rob Kelly can run that can fill up the time of the FW Summer Sampler Super Spectacular. Life is too short, and thus life needs a shorter podcast. And with my powers, 
Now you've got it! Presenting the Spindly Klutz Halftime Podcast Program. Observe! Spin Clut Beacon. Are you tired of overbloat pod? By half post that simply on on pick up so much of your value time. Then listen to the Spin Clut Half Pod Pro. Coming soon to the Fire Pod Pod Network. Color Wheel with Art Girl is taped in front of a studio audience. Hi, this is Color Wheel with Art Girl. Hi. Featuring Gohad Murnats, Art Girl. With a friendly assist by yours truly, the, the one and only Siskoid. Hi, Art Girl. Hi. Hi. The concept of this show is pretty simple. Every week, we show Art Girl a color, and she describes it on air. So, uh, you've chosen a color. Yes. We're looking at it right now. I love it. A lot of people would describe this as purple from the get-go, but... There's more to purple, because purple is a color that's, one, you need two primary colors to put together, normally a pink-red with a blue. So right there, you have a combo of colors. So already it's more complicated than just, like, red or blue. So we have a purple. But you can see that the purple has undertones of gray. So it's more of a tone than a color. But also you can see certain yellow tones, like there's a warmer color in the purple. Do you see it? I would say, like, a mysterious eggplant. <laughs> like plum. No, it's more complicated than plum. With the gray tones and the yellows, it gives an undertone. There's it, a yellow? It's really subtle. It brings like the redness and the yellowness out of the purple. It gives it more of a tone than just purple. Like in a sunset, you have a gradient. It's not a full gradient, but you can see parts of the yellow in the purple. If you were to name this color. I'm still going with... Mysterious Galaxy Eggplant. Ooh. So it's a cosmic eggplant. Let's now show it to the audience. They, they've okay. been blind to the color, yes. much as our listeners have been, mm-hmm. and will continue to be. Oh. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, did you see it at home? Let us know in the comments at fireandwaterpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. Thank you, Jose. We'll see you next time. On the color wheel. Solicitous salutations, my chicky, buddy, booby, brawny babies. Your old pal, Funky Flashman here. And he is laying down the latest scene for all you frantic fans of four-color fantabulous fantasy. On my all-new, glorious, grand, frankly fantastic, Funky Flashman's Big Rat Podcast. So, every week, the pallid patter of the Fire and Water Podcast Network will now get a boost from the riotous rap of the great Funky Flashman. And you all know how much the Flashman likes to stand on my soapbox and warm the great jumping June bugs. Your main man, Funky, forgot the most important bit. In order to make my podcast exclusively cool for the coolly exclusive, The entire show will be delivered in the spectacularly secret Funky Flashman's Big Rat Code. You can't have a Funky Flashman Big Rat Podcast if you don't use the Funky Flashman Big Rat Code. Am I right?
out of sight. Now grab your copy of Secret Society of Supervillains Issue 9 so you can follow along with your unctuous Uncle Flashman's cryptically encrypted contemplations in real time. Bix Bikatikwa Iixo Bilamitakwa Blig Ilklaz Illadiv Nekasiv Mixi Bilabikliv Nidikligiv Quikiligaja Nidistiktagitadija Kipik Dihidil No Kit Kladzilla div, nekasiv, lepigaja, piziv, vit alg, istabit tixig, piziv, atagiv, bitatiwa, el, bipiaj, katik, didixig, eka tigabipik, bilamikwita, gipabila, quickil, pigexiv, piziv, vit, gipabila, quicksididilla, piziv, epipic nekipai yip. Yeah! Welcome to Batman Panel by Panel, the show that looks at Batman's career from the very first panel in Detective Comics number 27 to his very last sometime in the future. This is episode 1521. I'm Siskoid, and the other half of my dynamic duo is Ryan Daly. Hey, guys. You know, they said we wouldn't make it past 1,500 episodes, but, you know, we're still still here. Plugging along, panel 1521 is from Batman number two, cover dated June 1940, writing by Bill Finger, art by Bob Kane, Jerry Robinson, and George Russos. It shows a car chase under a full moon, the Batmobile in front, a greenish-white top following. Uh, The cars are crossing a bridge. The caption says, the police gain on the speeding automobile. And in the Batmobile, Batman says, I'll turn off on that road. So, uh, what do you think of this one, Ryan? Haven't we seen this before? Well, uh, not not it's it's not like the Batman with the the sweeping wings on the ledge, which which just does seem to come up a lot. I I swear, like in like nine hundreds early not the nine hundreds, I thought we had this exact same panel. And far be it for me to accuse Bob Kane or any of these artists for taking shortcuts. But it's like a sort of an illusion because. There's always a full moon in Gotham yes. and and its environs. I guess the adventures all take place on a particular week of the month, no matter what. And Batman's sort of chilling until then. Uh, but a lot of panels we've seen have been circular, right? It's like part of the, the the graphic vocabulary of the Batman strip is that a lot of the panels are circles. And so you got the moon in the sky, you got these circles, and it just feels like you're looking at circles Every show. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we've seen car chases and we've seen full moons quite a lot. And maybe we've seen other car chases under the moon. But have they crossed a bridge? <laughs> have they? I, okay, maybe, maybe not. I was, I was going to say I think I've said everything I can say about this panel many times before. But uh, have we seen them cross a bridge? I don't know. <laughs> and what road are they turning on? I mean, when you're on a bridge and you don't see the other end, it's like Batman <laughs> saying, oh, let's turn on the, that road. You're on a bridge. Uh, it feels so existential at this point. <laughs> Maybe that's just my feeling about the show itself. <laughs> that There's like a weird, where are you going to turn? What, 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 there's no turn on a bridge. Uh, so... <laughs> I don't know where this is going, and we could say the same about Batman panel by panel, uh, in a way, but... uh, We turned somewhere (laughs) years ago. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I do like the, the, you know, here the, the speech balloon being like a little cloud and there's like the clouds coming out of the, or the, the, you know, the smoke coming out of the cars and 
there's this weird graphic. I, I think as an as an objedar, uh, you have the circles and the the little smokes and clouds and all of that. All that repetition just becomes I don't know part of the rhythm of the strip. And maybe it works better as you know looking at a whole page, which isn't what we do. But I, I want to give it props for you know graphically still you know working as itself. I, I guess. <laughs> okay, I, I like sort of the the coloring effect a little bit beneath the bridge. There's sort of it, on one hand, it's sort of like the same muted blue as the skyline, but it looks a little bit darker and it kind of, it has like a little wavy effect. Like I assume that would be like the waterfront beneath the bridge, but it could also just be like a blend of the sky where the sky meets the sea. It's kind of an interesting little shading. I'm, I'm really, I'm reaching, I'm trying to find something in this, but I swear we have had this exact same conversation. I think you've even said object to art like 30 times just in the last hundred panels. If it's still true. Um, okay. All right. Well, well, I hope the next episode brings you more joy, Ryan. You can say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Next bat time on this same bat channel. The Batman takes a wrong turn. Oh no! The idle head of Diablo has broken the spirit of the Fire and Water founders. Time to call in the new guys. New from Kenner. The Fire and Water Podcast Network Collection Series 2, each sold separately with power action feature. Professor Zoom Yukonori with snap-on accessories. Change him into Terror Man, Solomon Grundy, or Bizarro. Max Romero stretches! Also comes with a stack of books. Bass comes with a Hawkman figure. Knock him out with a power punch. Liz is tough like a girl. Smash her faster. She comes back for more. Barely twists Nathaniel Wayne's arm, and he rants one of over 120 complaints. Hey, everybody! Yes, it's me. I'm here to stomp on all your fun. Collect all the Series 2 action figures for exciting podcasting adventures. Coming soon, the Ohatmu or Not box set with electronic Hot or Not voting feature. <laughs> the Fire and Water Podcast Network Collection, coming exclusively this summer only to Kmart. All useful images to be found at fireandwaterpodcast.com. All complaints to be directed to the commenting platform on that same website. Cancelled Podcast Cavalcade is a shameful member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network.